0: Hello, cyber friends. This is Chatting Cyber, and I'm your host, Mark Schein. This podcast focuses on how companies can help qualify and quantify the cost of a data breach. Chatting Cyber features some of the most well-respected privacy and cyber experts in the world. Join the conversation with business leaders, government agencies, and cyber experts to learn more about how and why they got into this ever-changing field that we call cyber risk. Hello, cyber colleagues. I'm Mark Schein, national co-chair of the Cyber Center of Excellence. And today we have a true cyber celebrity with us, Trent Cooksley. Trent, thanks for joining. Thank you, Mark. Good to be here. So Trent, my question for you is how does a guy that grew up in Nebraska end up becoming the co-founder and COO of one of the hottest cyber insurance companies to date?
1: (laughs) Uh, Well, it was a long, uh, winding journey. Um, So uh, after... uh college. I went to college in Omaha, Nebraska um, at Creighton University. And um, after I graduated, one of my first jobs out of college was I was a bond trader on the Chicago Board of Trade. Um, And I quickly realized that that was more of an athletic event uh, than an intellectual one. And I probably wasn't going to be that successful um, there. So I took a a different uh, tact and uh, I moved back to Omaha. And I got started with a really early stage uh, workers' comp uh, company. Uh, in between those two gigs, I uh, had a little uh, analytics startup uh, that that I worked on. Um, didn't have a lot of success uh, there, but I, I kind of learned some of the some of the ins and outs of starting an organization. Um, but I started with this early stage workers' comp company. We were an MGA and an insurance carrier um and uh, we expanded across the united states uh, and grew fairly rapidly so i was i was really able to cut my teeth in you know kind of all areas of of our business Um, And uh, we sold that company uh, to to Markel Corporation uh, in 2009, 2010. Uh, And then I spent a decade uh, with Markel uh, in in a variety of different roles. So really got to see uh, international insurance business, get into more professional lines, um, got to get it deeper into into property lines, um, worked on some of the acquisitions uh, that uh, Markel did Um, It was also uh, uh, helped create some of the new divisions for Markel over the years. Um, One thing I wanted to do is I wanted to get back into into company building um i was uh, i was i was investing uh in some uh, early stage uh insurtech uh organizations uh, on behalf of markel um with some of our strategic partnerships uh, that that we were doing at the time so i was watching what was happening in that space and i was getting excited about about building a company um one of the things that uh that there seemed to be an opportunity this was 2018 2019 um, was was in the in in the cyberspace. Um, and a couple of reasons for that was there was a, there was a lot of tailwinds for growth. Um, so you could just kind of see it uh, it kind of fermenting itself um, that uh, the risk was starting to evolve pretty rapidly and in a lot of uh, the way people were approaching it um I felt uh, was not utilizing technology enough, um, to to approach the risk, um, the, the the amount of data that was available was not really being normalized, and it was not really be additive. I mean, it was really too difficult for uh, for for humans to comprehend. You know, all the different sure. different data points that kind of come into come into the exposure. Um, so there's a lot of opportunity sets there. Um, now I wasn't a cybersecurity expert uh, uh, per se um but my my partners who i had met at the uh, global insurance accelerator where i was a where I was a board member um jack kudale and rajiv gupta um came from cybersecurity uh, so they came from the software uh, and cybersecurity space so um we 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 got together and and we started uh, we started Cowbell. so we took a really a, a, a kind of a cross functional approach uh, to the uh, to the business so i think that that helped us to uh, to get started on the
0: right foot what a fascinating story um, Trent, so so when we think about you know Calvel now and, and and the growth, what are some of the challenges that you've seen be you know with with the rapid growth of the startup these days? Well,
1: first of all, uh, insurance in and of itself is a really really complex business. Um, obviously, it's really large, uh, but there's a lot of pieces to the puzzle um that that go into it and anyone who comes in from the outside it's hard to appreciate the complexity um, that uh, that surrounds it um and it, it's hard to appreciate the risk aspect of it i mean which is really you know kind of at the end of the day what what we're we're in this business for is to transfer risks to understand risks to 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 price it um and then to deliver it as a as a good for uh you know for for society for organizations for people uh etc um and so when you when you build a company and we we, at cowbell we 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 are an MGA but we also have an insurance carrier we also have a a captive and and we do everything from soup to nuts um so we we price product uh we reinsure product um, we deliver it uh we adjudicate claims um, and then we manage things on uh, on the back end. We distribute it, uh, of course, through our partners um, on the distribution side. And so all of those things put together and, and building to that uh, is uh, is a lot of work, and it's and it's really it's really difficult. So anybody who has attempted to do it or has succeeded in doing it, I I, I tip my cap uh, uh, to them. So I think that's really kind of the big uh, part of the entire challenge of it, right? How do you satisfy uh, policyholders um, who maybe don't understand what they're buying? Um, and uh, you know, are we covered correctly? And how do you satisfy our distribution partners um, that are solving the puzzle of risk uh, for their clients? Um, and you know, and, and trying to get uh, what what they need. And then, how do you protect uh, you know the the capital base, right? Uh, so at the at the end of the day, we have to we have to manage for our uh, our, our losses and the and the risk that, that we're willing to accept and that our partners are willing to accept. And so sometimes there's competing uh, you know kind of competing priorities uh, within that as well. Uh, hard to see from uh, from the outside, but once you get into it and you start you're looking at the full value chain of of, of the industry, there's um, there's a lot of pieces you have to put uh, together, and there's a lot of things you have to really contemplate um, in doing
0: that really thoughtfully. Sure. You, you you had mentioned the term MGA. For the folks on that are listening to the podcast that don't know what an MGA is, can can you give a little bit more detail about what MGAs are?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, MGA stands for Managing General Agent. Um, they can take on a a, a bunch of different forms. Um, so they could uh, do specific parts of the insurance value chain. Uh, some may just do the underwriting piece. Some uh, may uh, do the operational piece, the selling a policy and and managing that policy through its uh, through its life cycle. And then others, such as Cowbell, we really do everything from from soup to nuts. So we you know we price and underwrite. Uh, Uh, Actuarially from the the risk, and then we distribute the distribute the the policies, uh, and then we uh, we manage the we manage the claims process, and then we're paid paid a fee for that uh, on behalf of our insurance carriers and our our reinsurers. So typically an Mga comes in with some expertise uh, in a certain type of line, and then partners with uh, with with either a fronting carrier or primary carrier. Or reinsure um, who does not have that expertise, or maybe doesn't have uh, the the operational uh, willpower to actually deliver that, or maybe doesn't have um, you know kind of the understanding of the risk to this uh, to the type of level, but they do have a balance sheet, um, and they're looking to maybe diversify the risk they're putting on or get into new lines, and so MGA's fill a fill a pretty big spot uh, kind of in the entire value chain in that uh, in, in that regard.
0: Thank you for that explanation. Very helpful. Um, so Trent, you know, how has Cowbell developed such a deep market penetration in the cyber insurance marketplace? I mean, it's one of the, you know, uh, the names that you constantly hear now, no matter if it's new business, renewal business. Uh, you know, a few years ago, there there was no Cowbell. What did you guys do to get such deep market penetration? Yeah,
1: well, we put fingers to keyboard. Uh, thank you for that, by the way. Uh, we put fingers to keyboard in uh, August of 2019 is really when we started kind of building our platform uh, and building our product. We sold our first product in February of, uh, of 2020. So, you know, we're three and a half, uh, three and a half years old. Um, I think the, one of the things that benefited uh, us was We took this cross disciplinary approach. Um, So we had insurance experts uh, on staff from day one, um, and we had cybersecurity uh, experts on staff uh, from from day one. And so from the insurance side, there's just a lot of there's regulatory hurdles. uh, There's uh, there's just so many nuances that. If you're not familiar with uh, the industry, you kind of got to learn it, which can really uh, accentuate the time that it would take to actually go to market, Um, because there may be just certain things you spend a lot of time maybe trying to innovate on or you know trying to improve when when maybe there's already a better way and you can really focus on um, maybe a more value proposition from from your organization and so from from Cowbell's standpoint i think we did a really good job of that uh early on and so we were able to attract reinsurers we were able to attract uh, uh brokers uh to to our platform because you know we came from uh, both sides of uh, of the business sure. so we weren't completely new and Uh, from to insurance uh, but we also had uh, cybersecurity expertise so we were experts in kind of understanding the risks from a cyber standpoint that uh, that organizations uh, face so i think that's the first thing that got us off uh, on the right foot and we probably condensed the time to go to market um because of that um and then you know the other thing that I, i think we've done really well is uh, we've we've cultivated a lot of uh, I- important relationships. Um, so you know, at the end of the day, it's a relationship business, um, and you have to understand and and, and appreciate that, and, and we do. Um, so you know, those and and then coupled with our technology. So uh, we have a proprietary technology set um, that is unique to us that we've developed um, through a lot of data that that we've able to get uh, to gather from proprietary ways uh, that you know only from our tools that we've been able to build. Um, We've got a 30 million uh, business risk pool and we're continually evaluating kind of the cybersecurity health and hygiene of every business uh, in the United States, the entire market. And that gives us an opportunity to really understand risks when they come in uh, at a a much more granular and, and, and better level. And then what also allows us to do is provide uh, uh provide benefits and value back to our, our our policyholders so um the the insight that we've gained from that really uh it really helps, in the whole risk transfer uh, portion of an enterprise risk management solution um, and the recommendations notifications uh and the the CISO in a box service that we can provide so i think all of those things put together uh made it of an attractive value proposition for policyholders uh, made an attractive value proposition for brokers and and an attractive value proposition for our reinsurance partners as
0: well great um when we think about kind of the marketplace as a whole is there any one challenge or any one concern that you have, you know, when we look into 2023, 2024? Uh, is it systemic risk? Is it silent cyber? Is there any one concern that really kind of keeps you up at night? Well, if I if
1: if I was if if I named something today, there probably would be something new in, in three months uh, that 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 would come out. So um what I would say is the 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 cyber insurance industry is rapidly evolving and i don't anticipate that to change anytime soon um so i think the one certainty that we'll have is uncertainty um, and, and that's actually also an opportunity it's an opportunity for uh for 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 calbell and the industry um and for and for many others uh as well um and it's also a value proposition I think for uh for for the policyholders and people who are looking to protect uh, protect their organizations um because of the 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 rapid uh, the rapid changes that are occurring you really have to be on the Forefront of that so you have to be um not only proactive but reactive at a really at a really rapid pace so I Think that's going to present opportunities for those folks who put them in who put themselves uh, in a in a position to do it. and you mentioned systemic obviously that's a big a big concern in a lot of different areas. so what what we're what we want to look to do is uh, continue to be experts uh, in the space and how we're modeling the risk, how we're understanding the risk so we can be a long term uh, a long-term solution for uh, for our our policyholders.
0: So changing gears. You guys do something really unique. Uh, I see it posted all the time. Something called CEO for a day. Can you tell us what what is that all about? What's the process behind that? Um, yeah, absolutely.
1: Um so, one of the things that uh, that the management team at Cowbell is really proud of is the culture. Uh, That we built, we have uh, a really incredible uh, uh, base of associates about 230 uh, folks uh, today, um, all over the country actually all over all over the world, Um, and one of the things that is important to us is kind of the cultural aspect of being a Cowbeller. Uh, and it, so CEO for the day is one of the things that we do, where um, someone's uh, selected to not only shadow our uh, our, our CEO, um, but also help make some of the decisions that they would uh, that they would see during that day. Um, and a lot of times the CEO will switch places. So um, if it's a VP of Sales, the CEO will take the sales calls, sure. um, and the VP of Sales will take uh, maybe investor meetings or maybe have a conversation with a board member, or you know just talk about whatever leadership. Uh, leadership development that that that's happening there. Um, so it's a good chance for someone to see kind of what someone else's day uh, is is like, and vice versa. Sure. Um, and uh, and then it's it's just it's fun as well. It's, people seem to really uh, really enjoy it. Now we haven't done COO for a day. I probably push back on that because every I might find people who could probably do the job better than me. So I'm, I'm, I'm probably intimidated by that. Um, but uh, it's just one of the little things that we do uh, that I think accentuates our our, our culture. Um, we have a really transparent. Uh, organizations. So, uh we le- we like to be transparent. Um uh we 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 encourage resiliency, uh, urgency and empowerment and kind of those things fit in with uh uh with being CEO for the day.
0: So Trent, we've spoken about a wide range of topics on today's conversation. Is there anything I should have asked you that I didn't get to ask you before I let you go?
1: <laughs> no, absolutely not. I uh, I I appreciate coming on um you know, just uh uh, appreciate all the partners of Cowbell. and I think that the, the, the cyber uh, industry is 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 still nascent. Um, and as things evolve, new technologies uh, are enhanced. Uh, businesses kind of continue to move to the digital landscape. Uh, it's going to become even more uh, more important, and everybody who's working in it uh, plays a really uh, a, a really important role. And um, I'm just really excited to
0: get the chance to be a part of it. Well, Trent, thanks for coming on the show and chatting cyber with us. Uh, thank you.